Let's get right to our next guest, Stephen Gilfoyle, Sarge, we affectionately call him, founder, president of Sarge 986 LLC. Good to see you. Happy New Year, my friend. Thanks for being on our first show of the new year. Glad you're here. Um, I'm so curious to see how you're feeling about investing in 2022. You always seem to find a good trade and a good play. What's on your mind? Well, we're going to have to use a lot of finesse this year, Nicole. I, I think that seasonality is going to work against us here. Maybe in about two weeks, we'll kick in for maybe a three-week negative period. And as we get to March, when the Fed is winding down their balance sheet expansion program, and April is usually a good month, there is no Fed meeting for April. So we have, we're setting up for a really volatile spring. Sell in May and go away might be sell in April and go away this year. Oh, that's interesting. So um, are you concerned about the Fed rate hikes? I mean, we're likely to see three hikes and then the three hikes next year, or is it tax increases? Maybe, I mean, maybe those would be in our sights. I don't even know if that can happen anymore. Um, are there any other elements that could really be jarring to the markets? Well, I mean, sure, you got to ask yourself, where are we in the business cycle? We're probably kind of late in the business cycle. The Fed is already thinking about tightening. They're already starting to remove the pace of of, of, of increasing accommodation. Uh, where are we in monetary policy? I just asked that question. Where are we in fiscal policy? All right, we, we know that we already got the defense budget we want. We, we know we got the infrastructure deal we want, but we're probably not going to get this Build Back Better plan that the Democrats have wanted. So fiscal policy is going to stop loosening here as we go into the midterm election year. Is the pandemic still in charge? We think maybe, maybe we're en ending, entering into the late innings of the pandemic, we hope. We have no idea, though. One more variant and it goes the wrong way, that, that story's out. And then there's inflation. How are relations with, with right. China? How are, how, are, how are the supply lines? How is ESG investing? That's certainly an inflationary characteristic of this, of this, uh, of this economy. I don't think, even though I do think in, that inflation is transitory, I do not think we go back to 2%. I think we go back to something like mm. 3 to 3.5%. Three Oh, okay. All right. And then as you look at investing, um, do you have any themes for investing or something that you like over something else? I saw you had a lot of names that you were discussing, but each one had its own story. Um, so what oh, are sure. some of the actionable investments or themes that you're looking at? Sure. I think tech separates here. As interest rates become un as you can't count on interest rates, they may go higher. The uh, yield spreads may widen. I think semiconductors are a must-have. I don't think software is quite in that space, except for maybe the cybersecurity uh, firms. Uh, banks, mm -hmm. if, if we see the wider yield spreads, not if interest rates go higher. We need real rates to go higher. Uh, so we need the yield spreads to expand. My favorite bank is by far Wells Fargo right now. It's dependent on traditional banking. Uh, I'm also on Bank America. For kind of the same reason in J.P. Morgan, uh, but J.P. Morgan is just kind of like a hedge in case in case uh, less than traditional forms of banking, such as investment banking and trading, still matter more than the old old school banking. So I'm kind of in all three for that reason. Uh, you also I also need mm -hmm. defense stocks. I just mentioned the defense budget. I like I like Northrop, I like Lockheed, and I like Raytheon, basically because of hypersonic weaponry. Right. Yes, I, I love the F-35. I love they love they can spend sell it for a fortune. But the future of hypothetical warfare, let's hope it's never real warfare, is going to be in, in being able to be off, play offense and defense and hypersonic weapons that are too fast for anything we have now. But the Russians and Chinese are both ahead of us on this. Lockheed has the contract. Northrop and Raytheon are working on a secondary contract. 
Mm -hmm. Not surprised, Sarge, that you follow those defense uh, stocks so closely, <laughs> right? Having served in our military, we're always thankful, thankful for that. Um, so you have names like Raytheon, Northrop Grubbin, Lockheed. You mentioned some of those defense names. You mentioned some of the bank names, right? Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Um, and then when you talked about semis, um, you said maybe some of the cybersecurity names. So what kind of tech names do you like? Because it seemed that you were filtering them out into different categories. Which names do you like? Sure. All right. Well, a lot of the semis are forming. They're forming, developing, cup with handle uh, formations, right? Of patterns right now, which which will give us maybe something of a break if we get past the pivot points. My favorites have been for a while AMD, Marvel, and Nvidia. Right now, I favor AMD mm -hmm. and Marvel more than Nvidia, but I still like all three, and I still like Lam Research from the equipment point of view. Uh, as for cybersecurity, I'm long Palo Alto. Uh, I love Zscaler. I'm usually long Zscaler, but I'm not out, not in it right now. So I'm actually missing this sell-off today. I will get back into Zscaler if I can get a little bit more of a discount because I think that is the runaway best name in cybersecurity right now. Yeah. What do you think about some of these names that have run up? I'm looking forward to talking to Dan Ives shortly about Tesla and <laughs> um, Apple, both of which, I mean, he's certainly been hot on them and he was right because they are exactly where he said they would be headed. Um, what do you think about those kinds of names? Well, I'm, I'm long Apple. I'm long a lot of Apple, actually. So I, I, I love that. You can tell Dan that I follow him. I, I tune out a lot of analysts because I like to do my own thinking. But he's one I always unmute the TV for. He's, he's a guy that's usually right, and I pay attention to him. As for Tesla, for me, it's a trader. I actually, I just took a profit this morning in Tesla. I should have hung on to it, I guess, but it's higher than it was this morning. But it was an over-the-weekend trade for me going into these numbers. The numbers beat, the stock popped, and I took my profit. So I don't stay long or short Tesla ever. It's a trader. But Apple, I, I don't remember the last time I wasn't long Apple. Right. It's good to see you, Sarge. Thanks for being on with us. <laughs> I know you want to check Happy out the Zscaler stock, too. Yeah. Happy <laughs> New Year. Thanks so much, always. I'll tell Dan, too. Um, we're both oh, big fans, you. and we're big fans of, of yours, of course, as always. Stephen Gilfoyle, thank you very much, always, for being on the show with us.